podcast. You did do it fast and loud. I did do it fast and loud. We have the semi-finals of the summer split of the LCS 2019 Semis. today. Semis. Boy, howdy. Was it a little bit really backwards from what we called so, it to be? How was this week, Anthony? I was This week surprised. of semi-finals? How was it? To be honest, Diane, I am surprised. Yeah, correct response. I think everybody is. <laughs> I would have been a little more surprised if uh, Clutch Gaming had pulled off that uh, that turnaround victory, but uh, no, alas. you're right. But like, we watched that series together, and I don't know if you remember all of the things I was saying. You were, but some of them included, "Wow, I'm very anxious. My heart is beating really fast, and I don't like it. What's happening?" <laughs> I can't play another game, guys. I'm going to die. I was losing my mind. I'm no not stakes. joking. You had no stakes in it, and you're still losing your shit. I had no because it would have been such a good story. My stakes in it were the narrative, and oh. it would have been a great narrative. If I could have bought a clutch shirt to wear on the show after they won, you would have done it. I would have done it. With the I would have, logo but we didn't have enough time. <laughs> I also didn't win, but... Yeah, but I would've. So I would've fucking overnighted it. I would've gone out to the warehouse and picked it up Who couldn't myself. even overnight it? Sunday's not a business day. I, dude, I'm making it a business day for this. <laughs> I don't care about it, dude. I'm doing it, and I'm doing it for clutch. Anyway, that game was crazy, but we'll get to it in a little bit. <laughs> I think the first topic is C9CLG. Yes, yeah, yes it is. Wait. No, I had the wrong week. That's bad. Uh, so C9 versus CLG happened. And boy, oh boy. Is that one a lot more uneventful than everyone thought it was going to be? It was very uneventful. Uh, I was surprised how hard CLG gave up in the first two games. Uh, I don't remember which it was, but in one of the two, Freak was literally yelling... What like are you that doing? they weren't there's just standing there yeah what are you doing like it was like you're just losing you have to grow a backbone and fight because you're gonna lose if you do nothing you might as well try and that was totally true it's something that a few teams have been criticized for during the regular season a sort of like <laughs> pushover sorry yeah a push it's okay a pushover uh kind of gameplay where you just give up and i mean CLG gave up at least one inhibitor, maybe two, and two Nexus Towers, while five CLG members were alive in their own base. They didn't fight. It was crazy. I did not get it. I didn't get it. You know, they came back a little bit, but... They had they had one game where I'm just like, okay, maybe they can do it. Then the game right after, I was just like, I was lied to! I have been deceived! Spence Heron's the MVP. <laughs> uh, he is, though. <laughs> That's... So, I came into this thinking this was going to be the closer of the two series, and we were both proven quite wrong on that fact. But, I just... I'm looking at, at the CLG's picks, and they seem so passive, and I don't know why. Do you know why it was so passive? No. Oh, I didn't even notice in game two they roll they roll swapped uh, power of evil and ruin. Why? I don't know. It work. 
Whatever their plan was, it didn't work. So, I feel like there's a lot of uh, mid laners who really suck at a Kali and still pick Kali. Did you uh, cor corroborate that feeling? Because even though I saw Jensen play it, and Jensen kind I want to say he hard carried a game, but I'm going to be honest, I'm pretty sure Clutch just chucked the game right at him and he took it and ran with it. Mm hmm. But I just don't see a lot of these players being all that good at Akali. Do you see anyone who you think's good at Akali? Jensen, when he got six kills early. Um. But that's because you didn't have to be like... I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't think Jensen is trash at Akali. But I definitely don't think that that's, like, the safest pick. It's, like, a huge gamble. And we saw it backfire in one of the games when he just couldn't get the ball rolling early like he had in the other few games. And they, got, they had a rough time with it, right? Like, I think Akali is a fine pick. It just needs, like, capital N, needs to get ahead. And if it doesn't get that early lead, it's in a lot of trouble. And I think that's true with a lot of assassins. And you know my opinion on assassins. I think I'm stealing this from Skara. That most assassins basically should just be counterpicks. He probably, either, I don't know if he still believes that. He said it a long time ago. But assassins, in my head, really should just be specific counterpicks, right? Like, and Akali just being picked blind because it does a lot of, like, it's so risky because it feels like there are so many things that do really well into it or go even with it or deny its ability to roam, to get off. It just doesn't seem like a super safe pick, especially in a best of five to get to finals of the LCS. It paid off for them, but that doesn't mean it was smart. Speaking of assassins and priority picks, Kiana has been showing up a lot, actually, as a pick for Niski, uh, Power of Evil, and uh, Demonte. Ugh. So, what do you think about Kiana? I've been looking at her, and she's had a lot of power. And like, she's just been growing in power in the LCS ever since she came out. She first came out. I think Demonte was the only one who played her. I think he went one and one on her that weekend when he played her, but it just didn't seem to be that strong. But now it's looking like it's insane, and like it will just destroy people. There's that clip of uh, Demonte just killing double after hundred to zero from Fog. In, uh, in yeah, the other series. when he was Kaisa yeah. and Demonte was Kiana, double lift walked by a bush that had a pink word in it and just got freaking popped. He had cleanse up and they're like, what are you doing? And it's like, on the replay, it's like, oh, even if he cleanses that, he's dead. Like You don't even see is... it coming. You, it's hard to cleanse something you don't see coming. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to cleanse something you don't see coming. And on top of that, even if he cleanses it, there's two what, more spells heading at his face. Yeah, what happens? He's still, like, yeah, he's not rooted when he dies, but he's still dead. Like, oh, boy. So, another thing I'm noticing is that uh, CLG have been banning Yasuo against uh, CL, uh, C9 a lot. Do you think that's going to come up in C9's next series? Do you think that they're going to try, they're either going to have it banned against them a lot, or they're going to try to play, pick it out again with the, Gra the Gragas-Yasuo mid-jungle combo? I really, truly hope they don't try it again. <laughs> Will they? Maybe. <laughs> Should they? I don't think I'm so. I'm just saying Renekton mid's an option. I would prefer you to stop talking. <laughs> um, it's just good. Look, it's just such a. I think C9 has looked a lot strong. I think 
C9 is a team that looks a lot stronger when they're not doing that really weird niche shit. <laughs> when they're actually just playing their game. But, who knows? Does Kiana have a 100% win rate? I think she does. I think this weekend she had a 100% win rate in all the games she was picked. Hmm. Kiana's broken. Who knows? So, still sticking on the mid lane champion, Silas has been another pick. I don't understand why Silas is still being picked. But I guess this is a patch back, so they can still have the uh, jungle flex, and because you can't, and, and 9.16, his jungle clear got nerfed to basically the, the dumpster. So, mm -hmm. you can't play him jungle anymore, but you can now. So, do you think he's still worth this pick priority? Because... He's been he's been pretty good pick from what I can tell, and looks like it looks like Niski and Jenskin can both probably play him pretty well, and I'm pretty sure Sven Skarin and Smithy can play him. I'm not as confident in Smith is it uh, Smithy though. What what I do you think? That. What do you mean? What do I think? I mean, you asked me the last three questions, so I was just letting you start this time. <laughs> I just said what I think. Hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> I was hoping you'd go longer so I could have more time to think about it. Here's what I think. Okay. I think you're right. I think it's for sure these two mid laners can play it. I think it's almost certain both junglers can play it. I don't think that either jungler is prioritizing it necessarily. It doesn't seem... When I think of these guys, it's not the first champion I think of. <laughs> but they're both LCS junglers on two of the best NA teams. I'm pretty sure they could fucking play it if they had to, right? Um, but I'm not sure if it's going to have priority. I think it's situational. But I would not be surprised if in certain circumstances that are not necessarily unlikely that it would be it would be busted out. Hmm. So, what, so what, 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 what should we be taking away from the series for C9? The CLG series? Yeah, yeah the CLG C9 series. Whew, gosh. Um, they looked like they had a strong game plan going into their games and they followed through. Uh, their lanes played well individually and they played really, really well as a team. And they had some really, really strong macro game movements, even though part of the early winning and early lead in the series seemed like it was just CLG rolling over. If a team rolls over, you can still look sloppy, right? <laughs> And C9 did it. So keeping that sort of unit, that, that moving as a unit, that working as a team in the macro game sense, sticking with comfortable, consistent drafts, I think that's really what the takeaway is here. So one thing that uh, I saw as a, as a glaring issue was that when they did pick a very macro game heavy champion like... Uh, uh, Talia, Talia in game three. That's when they fell apart. When they stopped being able to, like, control the macro game. They even like it's not as if the top the top half of the map for CLG was being all that strong because Ruin was only one in five on the on Jace. So they're basically relying on Svenskar and Sneaky to be able to carry on Rexai and Draven, and both of those champions actually fall off a little bit late game, and this I game agree. got to forty one minutes. So. I'm, I'm thinking that they actually might be on a clock for themselves and they might not be able to play the late game macro comps but at the same time i don't know if tl is very good at late game macro comps either not to be fair the final game was 48 minutes yes well 
but they had a, they had a they had a cled, and I'm pretty sure cled is kind of broken. Do you actually think that? Oh, cled's really strong right now, and you're running cled Gragas, who actually falls off a little bit. Uh, with Silas, Sivir, and Rakan. Sivir, I don't think Sivir falls off though. I don't think Sivir falls off. I think she scales pretty linearly. But that's yeah. a really, really good engage team fight. But I just, I, f I don't know. That it was a pretty close game. Not gonna lie. It was. But it just. But that's because CLG stopped just quitting, and CLG's yeah. actually like a decent team. Like I don't expect C9 to go in the TL stomping. Like even looking at uh at game four, I can't look at the goddamn graph. No, okay. Even just looking at game four, CLG got two barons in that game. And it was okay. mostly down to uh, small errors as to why they couldn't, like, close out off of those two barons. Mm -hmm. like, like, look at, who, who was it? Was it Optic who got four barons and still lost? Like, it was Optic and the CLG that got four barons and did not win the game. Uh, like, like, you should be winning. If you get two barons and you don't end the game, you... That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. But at the same time, if you give up two barons and you don't lose the game, that isn't a like a mark for you. You still gave up two barons. That's a mark against the team, other team for just yeah. throwing. They also C9 also got two two uh fire fire um elder drakes. So they had to resort to final elder to win that fight. And I was just sitting there watching. I'm like, there's no way they end up getting both of these drakes and CLG doesn't engage on them until they kill it. And they kill the drake and they're oh, okay. I, like, in that last game, CLG really lost, I think, because they didn't engage around that drake hard enough whenever, when they had uh, Jarvan Oriana and, and they could just go right in the back line. Also, I don't think... Again, back to the Akali thing. I don't think Ruin's very good at Akali, and he, whenever he hit the back line, he had to leave instantly because he was just going to die. He couldn't, like, hit anybody. Yes. I think that Akali is a weird pick, and I hope we don't see a lot of it moving forward, unless it's, like, a counter. I think that Akali has some good matchups. I don't know what they are. I Jen just imagine that they're up there. Jensen might be the best Akali left, but I still don't think his Akali is that amazing unless the, he gets into four no. kills before ten minutes. And that is very specific, and that's just, I think, you know, I mean, almost any champion's going to be crazy if you get four kills four minutes in, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's just a really big spike. And that makes sense. Yeah, it's like people complaining about the 17 kill AD carry just two hitting them, and I'm just like, what do you want? He's well, got just how... so much gold. But you're, you, dude, a Taric would two hit you with 17 kills, dude, if it built damage. Like, it's just, that's how it is, right? You gave them a lot of gold, they're gonna do damage. Oh, now I wanna make a new account and go play Taric top and just build damage. Just start Trinity Force. Please don't do this to me, dude. <laughs> I do not want to be responsible for that being introduced to the world. Shall we move on to the spicy, the spicy games? Yes. Oh boy. All right. So I was going into T uh, TLCG thinking it was going to be a quick 3-0 and I'd be like, all right, we're going to watch the series. It's going to be really, real quick, real done. And then we're going to go play some games. That didn't happen. We sat in chat for like five and a half hours. Just like, oh my God, they're going to do it. Oh my god, they almost did it. They 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 almost had us, but they just missed. 
They just missed, and Dude, I'm sad. We, okay, so we were playing TFT in the in the between games, right? Like we would queue, and then we would like you know watch the game TFT. It's it's like pretty easy. To I play, play TFT, TFT with a blindfold on. It's an RNG. Yeah, game. well, it's pretty easy to play TFT and, and watch a thing like that, in my view. So we were watching, and then game five comes up and i'm like dude i can't queue i refuse <laughs> we had a friend there who didn't really doesn't really watch lcs i was like i'm sorry but you know you guys can play without me but i need like i need to see this and i just dude i do not know <laughs> it was insane to me i expected look i called 3-1 tl you called 3-0 i didn't think it was going to be a close 3-1 I thought they were going to have a lucky win. TL was going to get cocky. There was going to be a slip-up. Someone's going to pick something crazy. Someone's going to do something dumb or go off for no reason. And then all of a sudden, we're in game five, and I really don't know who's about to win. Like, we're loading into the rift, and I'm like, oh, Clutch Gaming? A team that I, I did not view highly at all four, five, six weeks ago? I actually could see beating one of the best teams in the world right now. And that You sound CTL a little high there. One of the best teams in North America there, right okay, now. Sure, there you go. That's good. That's and a good so one. to to see that turnaround, I was so fucked up, dude. I was like losing my actual mind. Oh. So if you watch this game, you sort of if you watch the pick band of these games, you can really see the progression of how TL figured out uh, uh, Clutch Gaming. Now, I, to be honest, they should have figured this out before the match started because even I knew this was a thing with them. I didn't know it was quite this, like, the, these picks were quite that strong with them, but by the end of it, it's like, yeah, you got three bands. You banned Rumble, uh, Kiana, and what was the other one? Rumble, Kiana... And gangplank, you ban those three, and you don't have to care. And it's just they can't do anything with it. What are they? What, they don't have any more priority picks. What they end up doing is they end up picking Tristana and Karma. Man, that was a good team. Let me tell you, Tristana top with Karma mid. That just oh, it blew my mind when they picked that. That was so amazing. Oh, and they gave up uh, Sona Tark in that last game too. That's a uh, how you beat TL by giving them Sona Tark. I would have just... I don't know. I would have left up Zaya. Because I don't know why you're banning Zaya. Like, who banned Zaya there? Why? I, I don't understand yeah. these Zaya bans. I don't understand why people think Zaya is that I, like, strong. I, I kind of do. because She's kind of fucking insane. I, I, like, she's not... They're, Sivir's up. <laughs> uh, is Rakan up? I don't remember. Rakan's up. They just... They only banned... Uh, they only banned uh, Zaya. That also might be the reason you banned Zaya, because like you can still pick Rakan without Zaya, but he loses a lot a lot of strength. I still like Sivir Rakan as a lane, but I think that that's got a way lower priority and there are way better options. But it might just be like, a, we don't want to ban Rakan because I think Zaya's better without Rakan than Rakan is without Zaya. Actually, it's probably not true. It's probably the other way. I don't yeah. know. It is a weird ban. But who knows, dude? I mean, they banned it for... Yeah, they banned it for the previous two games, but... Why do they have Lyra playing Zaya? 
Is this game just wrong? Yes, that that, that was just wrong. Okay. But I, I just I don't I don't feel the priority on on banning Zaya alone. Yes, you do leave up. That means you're leaving up Zaya Rakan. But they can't pick both Zaya and Rakan if they're blue side. You will always I shouldn't say you will always, but yeah, yes, yes, you always have an option to pick one of them before the other team do. So if you really want to break that up, I would actually just pick one of them. Just pick Rakan. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Why are you going with uh, Tom Kench, Sejuani as your as your first round picks? That's just you just picked your tank line, and for some reason we have Tom Kench, who is I I do not think Tom Kench is that that good right now. I just I feel like. Dude, I really think he's pretty good. I feel like the changes to his ult made support Tom Kench a lot less powerful on rotations. It requires him to basically be... Like, it's it's really hard for him to be able to move across the map outside of going from, like, the inner tier 2 turrets to each other. Like, that's, the far, that's as far as he could really go. Maybe he can go mid to Drake once, and maybe he can make a, a, a close play in lane to just uh, grab a kill out, but I still don't feel like... You do that and you leave up Sona at the same time. I don't think you even bother leaving up Sona for for double if if you don't have a like. This is how we beat Sona Tom or Sona Tom Kench or Sona Tarek. I don't think you should be bothering to leave it up. If you you need to have a counter counter strategy to that it's it's the same reason why Team Liquid banned Rumble Kiana and Gangplank. It's because they're they so good as champions. There's no counter like. They're just going to do well on it, and you have to outscale it to beat it. And that's just very hard to do. I agree. Um, it was odd for me because... Yeah, it's like it's not even like it's an, a, un, uncommon knowledge that double lift and... Uh, that's the meme! Or the Jay meme Joe. is that that's how they win games! Yeah, like, it's, it's really... I mean, even the an analysts and the casters were like, yeah, these guys are probably the best at running this in, in NA right now. In like, the world is what they're saying. Yeah, and that might even honestly be true. Like, yeah, Doublelift hates it. But just because he hates it doesn't mean he's not fucking good at it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he's really good at it. And if you don't have a way, you know for sure you can pop that bot lane open and get an advantage or beat it. Why are you leaving it up? You know they're crazy at it. You know it's hard to beat. You know it's oppressive. You know it's hard in the mid game. You know it's hard in team fights. You know it means free things like free barons because they have infinite HP. Like, oh, does, and I, they have Trundle. Trundle doesn't they, die. Yeah. Impact doesn't die. He's on eight trucks. It, it's a team that's extremely hard to kill. And like you said, TFTL did the right thing. They're like, these champs are really good for them, and we do not have a way to beat them. Or at least we do not have a way to beat them consistently enough that we are leaving them up, so we are banning them. <laughs> and that's what you do. <laughs> you don't just say, yeah, pick the thing you're the best at. That's crazy. The other, oh, <laughs> there's another clip that hit Reddit of Jensen... Uh, using his uh, uh, package to try to kill somebody under CG's tier 2. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, I remember we watched that live. We both made comments about it because it's when the karma got the kill and we were like, how? 
Oh yeah, because then he goes flying because he gets knocked back by like uh, Tristano flies all the way from that turret to blue buff. It was a mile and then just pops over dead and oh my, that was the funniest play of the whole series. It I was still, very I still think good. Tristana's garbage. I still think this is an awful pick. I hate solo lane Tristana. It sucks. It's 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 kind of safe, but if you fuck up your jump, you're screwed. Like, what are you gonna yes. do? And then at Aatrox, who's just gonna farm on you and like beat the crap out of you? It's just I don't know. I just clutch gaming's team comp just looks so ah to me. It just. You, you could have picked I, two I totally better agree. picks. I completely agree. It, it is very... Eh. And it's just like... Game 5 of semis is not where you go, eh. Like, why is Huni on Trist? Is this like some, like, oh, we want to catch him off guard? Why is DeMonte... You know, we were talking about this while it was happening live. We were both frustrated with the draft because we were like, what are you doing? Right, like this is game five of semis to go to finals when you're like what fifth seed and no one thought you could even take TL to five. Like you're picking Tris top. Like, is it good? Probably okay. Is it is this the time to bring it out? Like, God no. Like, what are you like pick something you've got this is new to the meta. Pick something that you've got experience on. It's not just new, it's not good. Like Tristana's win rate is garbage. Like, I don't see why people keep picking this. I'm tired of these, like, these scrim picks that people get, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's crazy in scrims. I'm like, I don't care. If you can't play it on stage, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm going to throw this I'm gonna throw this shit at you every time you do something stupid like this, and if I'm going to keep being right about it, I'm going to keep doing it, because it doesn't matter what happens in scrims anymore. I, honestly, I want to know what happens if teams just stop scrimming and just actually just play solo queue all the time. Nothing good. <laughs> Nothing good. You're not wrong. <laughs> I just want to see what stupid shit. I want to go back to season two, back to the good old days when all the practice was solo queue. I'm the rain man now. We're going to play solo queue because that's the best way to practice. It's definitely not. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say other than it's... I mean, it's definitely not. <laughs> but... Yeah, dude, I just I have no idea. I... I just, look, closing thoughts. Clutch Gaming brought a hell of a series. Way better than either of us thought they would be. Yeah. You were, you, I remember during our last pod, you were like, why did you give them 3-1? What the fuck? I was like, dude, I don't know. I'm just trying to be nice. You're like, I'm not 3-0, dude. And then they go to five. No one saw it coming. I just, I feel like they threw it all away with that last draft. And I, like, that's the only thing I'm going to remember about this series one is the fact comment. that they could have had a better draft. What? L-O-L-M-F-A-O Jensen's Flame. Anyway. Oh. Extremely good. <laughs> oh my god, the oh the, did you see the flame at the end too? No. Oh my god, at the end he said uh she asked him uh Avli asked Jensen, uh what do you what message do you have for your C9 teammates who you uh had to face next week? He's like, Well, um I'm sorry I couldn't bring C9 of trophy when I played for them, and I hope to continue that trend. That's funny, dude. Dude, you gotta you live or die by it, dude. Live or die by the flame. Okay. Next topic. Team Liquid and C9 have both locked slots for worlds. 
Regardless of how this final starts off, they both will be going to Worlds. One of them will get the first seed, and one will get the second seed. First seed's first place, of course, as we all know. What do you think? Yes. Do you think that they are ready? Do you think that they're going to be prepared? Are they going to do well? Is C9 going to survive without their, um, their third seed starting buff? Which, yes, I think we still have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only, yeah, the only team without a third seed buff is China. Because China gets to start with two second seeds? No, they get to just start... Yeah, I think they just have two second seeds now. I don't remember. So, Matt, how's Yo. C9 doing? What's happening? Where are they going? I... I think that they're going to do okay. <laughs> and that might sound unconvincing. But that's because... I don't want to say it's blind hope. <laughs> That's not the right phrase. So, okay. TL obviously I think can do pretty well early on, depending upon their matchups. C9, I'm pretty sure they've done the best at Worlds out of any NA team. And I don't see that Technically. changing. Technically, yes. I'm going to take that technicality to the fucking bank, though. And you better believe I mean, that. I mean, MSI Finals... I didn't say internationally. I said at Worlds. Okay. I said at Worlds. At Worlds, I expect them to do okay. I have no idea. To be honest, I have not been paying attention to global teams. I have literally no idea what any other region looks like. So I frankly... Oh, they're feel... all on fire. Everyone's oh, on really? fire. Everywhere Dude. is just on fire. Nobody has any idea who's actually a good team. And nobody yeah. knows what's happening. I think Damwon Gaming are locked for Worlds off of points alone. But... You know this about me? Like, I straight up actually don't watch other regions. Like, I have literally no idea what's going on. I don't think anyone's locked from China, but I also don't think that their regular season's over either. So. Yeah, but I just, like, I don't know enough about what's going on to be like, yeah, this is my read. So I'm going to say TL and C9 are going to do fine, and I'm going to ask you to fill a lot more time than I did. (laughs) So... I'm honestly a little worried with how shaky they've looked. Um, I think losing TSM as a major competitor with them and a major scrim partner has probably hurt a lot of the possible growth for both of these teams. Um, sure. I do think they've probably been the their, their each other's scrim partner for the past, like, six months. Like, they probably scrim 40% of the time with explicitly each other in this, in this uh, summer split. Maybe even higher. That makes higher. sense, though. Um... I like these. It's just that there's been like consistencies issue issues amongst them. I feel like it's more from it's less from C nine and more from TL. Like, but I also feel like it's TL getting kind of cocky and bored with being an NA kind of, and just kind of throwing it. Like they lost a game to Echo Fox, who is no longer in the league anymore. Like. Press F to pay respects. Like, like, I don't know how you lose that game and then go on to play Worlds. Now, to be fair, TSM has done that countless times where they lost to a low-seed team and gone to Worlds, but... They've also lost yeah, to a low-seed they, they team and not gone do, to Worlds. Yeah, they don't do well whenever, they, whenever they're like that either. Now, I th- honestly, I th- I'm pretty sure TSM has been more consistent with beating lower-tier teams now than they have in the past, but I just... I don't know, I just, I don't feel it. I don't feel like 
going into MSI where I felt like our top three teams look crazy. Like, like they look crazy close, and I feel like any three of them going would be a great uh, great team to send, and I feel like they'll they have a possibility to make... I don't want to say a possibility to make top four at MSI because they... It's really easy to make top four at MSI, but they've really had a possibility to take a take a series against any of the other regions. I don't think I can say that this time, especially because Worlds is a much bigger and I don't want to say diverse, but I guess competitive event. I don't know, but then then you've got the randomness that ends up coming from uh, like wild card regions or I'm sorry, emerging regions that it's just kind of. It, it, it like sometimes it just they just throw things out the wall they just pick something random they end up uh super funneling nocturne to level six before like five minutes and suddenly he's just ulting people to get kills early and they yeah, just snowball that. from there yeah that's how uh gam actually stole everyone's hearts <laughs> you can bite marines they were uh there were some crazy i shit. remember but yeah i just I just don't. I don't feel it anymore. I don't feel what I was feeling in MSI, where I was really confident in A. Like I don't know. It might just be because TSM's on the downturn, but I don't know. You feel? Are you confident in these two teams? Do you think? Do Do you Dude, think I, they are? I straight up don't have an answer to that because I don't know what their competition looks like. Like it's, it's not even about their competitions. Like, uh, would you be confident that these are? Our best well, if you're telling me that, and you don't think that, yeah, I think these are two. Doing good? I think these are two best teams. Like, not ironically. And I'm not saying that because you're a TSM fan and I'm trying to flame you. Like, I actually just think C9 and TL look a little bit more consistent in general than TSM right now. I do think these are probably our two actual top teams. I do think we're seeing in the finals our two best teams this year. Um, not to imply that we generally don't. But um, I, if you're going to tell me every other region is a dumpster fire, then, like, yeah, I'm confident in them because, like, if everyone's on fire, then, like, fuck it, right? Like, but also, I don't know, right? Like, these teams have dropped weird games throughout the split. They've had weird moments of weird strats. I don't imagine either team is going to be busting out the peculiar picks on stage at Worlds, right? If they're not well-practiced. You know, we've seen both teams, more C9, try those odd comps. Yes, <laughs> well, crack, yes. I don't expect shit like that to be taken out at Worlds. That does feel more acceptable in the middle of a split when you're doing okay and you're in the top, right? Like, that's fine to drop a game, but it's less fine to drop a game at Worlds. You know? So, like, I do expect them to do all right. I don't have any gauge on where they might place. Okay. Sorry for my... Moving on. Was Weldon robbed for coach of the split, dude? Uh, before we get into this, I will acknowledge that uh, Fake God won rookie of the split by a... Uh, was that? A 25-point margin over Kumo. And then Kumo had a somewhere around 70-point margin over TSM Spica. Because I'm pretty sure those like are the games. only uh, yeah. available rookies. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Soligo was apparently available, and Yasui were apparently available. <laughs> I just... I don't know. Rookie of the Split is such a joke reward. But, was Walden robbed? Coach of the Split. What do you think? Who got it? Um, went to I Kane, already forgot. Tiel's coach. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, 
Like, I'm sure Kane is actually an extremely good coach. Weldon came in third, by the way. I know. Ooh, wait, who is two? Uh, Reaper. Okay, that's a that's a weird that's weird for me. Um, I don't. I think it is obviously true that Reaper and Kane are good coaches, coaching good teams, but they're very good coaches still. But Weldon is good enough that he took a team that nobody was rating that highly, and got them to like, got them to the got them here. Like that's crazy. Was they're, he? They're robbed? favorites for the world spot at the moment. The third world yes. spot. And they were not in the beginning of the split. No, no, I wouldn't have called that at all. <laughs> no, I don't think we did. <laughs> and so that I think is a very impressive act. I understand why Kane got it and why Reaper was up there. It's because they. Uh, it's also impressive to maintain a high level team this long. But was he robbed? I don't want to say he was robbed, but he definitely could have won it, and I wouldn't have been surprised. It just, people seem to be voting for Kane because he hasn't won one He's yet. Killer. Oh, he hasn't won it? That actually makes a lot of sense then. But but at the same time, this is, like, everyone, it's, it's, a, it's a chronic issue with all these voting where they, they don't take like the split to heart and they kind of be like, who do they think really deserves to have this award at the moment? And they don't think, okay, who started from this position and got to this, like, in reference to coach of the split, this would be like, who took this team that was not performing very well or was performing moderately well and turned them into a superstar team that's a playoff contender and and looking to go to Worlds. I, like, that's a very specific application. Well, this but. Is, I think this is the case in a, a lot of sports, too. I know that there have been a few times that, MVP votes, I think in the N- NBA, and this is not MVP, this is coach of the split, but I think in the NBA there have been a few times where people are like, oh, this dude won MVP this year for his work last year, right? Like last year they gave it to someone else and then they were like, oh, shouldn't have done that. And so he's getting it this year and the guy who's going to get it this year is going to get it next. And like some people talk about a few, like little bits of the NBA or other sports. It's like, oh yeah, like this is just like what's going to happen for a few years because there were too many good people and people are getting it for all. So I get it. I don't think that's unique to this. Is it bad? Probably like maybe it depends upon how highly you really value that award. Um, Because it doesn't really do anything. Like it's a nice accolade, but it doesn't do anything. (laughs) Right? Like what does it get him? It doesn't get him a raise. It doesn't get him any. I don't know what the prize money is, but it's real fucking tiny. And <laughs> no, th- that's what I mean. Like, th- this is like it's a nice thing to get, but this is not like it's not like this gets you a victory in the split or a buy at Worlds. So it's like okay, cool. You know, Kane got it, and like he deserves it. Kane's a great coach. Kane coached well this split, I'm sure. But like, I don't know. It's hard to like get annoyed about shit like this because I'm like, dude, it kind of doesn't matter. I mean, sure, it doesn't matter, but at the same time, I want these. I want the reward, the awards to matter. I want these to be like. But they don't like in any sport. Eh, eh. I mean, look, especially looking at something like uh, the NFL, where the MVP is like only given at the 
at the Super Bowl, and it's always one of those players, and it's always a quarterback, a running back, or a wide receiver, basically. Like, if yeah, you're not one of those three, points. Yeah, if you're not one of those three roles, uh, no one gives a shit about you. I'm sorry. So, uh, unless you're unless insane. you play fantasy, yeah, you either have or to be, unless you're like absolutely far and away, absolutely nuts. One of the best like safeties in the league or something, or, or like I don't know, someone who's crazy on defense. That's the only other roles that I've ever seen yeah. that do impressive I've never, things. I, have there has there ever been a lineman get MVP? I don't know. I absolutely doubt that. Unless you get 15 sacks or something in a game, I don't see anyone like getting MVP on 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 the line. Alright. That's a lot of quarterbacks and running backs, dude. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. Imagine imagine that this game like football was just quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. One linebacker in eighty six. There's no wide receiver on the list. Really? It's just quarterbacks and running backs and one line uh, linebacker who was Lawrence Taylor and fucking obviously Lawrence Taylor won that award. But anyway, this is not the point. The point is, is I want these awards to matter, and I want There's them no to way to make them matter, though, because all the, like, Kane puts it on his resume, and that's dope. He gets a trophy, maybe. I don't know if the LCS I'm pretty sure that. he puts four LCS championships on his, Three, on his resume. First, yeah. Listen. Um, I'm from the future. Okay, fair. Listen, I agree, but, like, you still put Emily Coach of the Split on your resume, obviously. But there's no way to make it matter because it does not do anything. Unless these awards start impacting your split, your placements, something like that, they will be not important. They will be important to the fans and they'll be important in a sentimental way, but they won't be like mechanically important in terms of the split. And that's really what matters is like winning games, <laughs> right? Winning splits and winning worlds games and winning the worlds and MSI and stuff. So, like, it, it's hard to make these accolades matter. They're a way for people to show that they recognize your ability or recognize your talent or something, but, like, they're not super impactful. But anyway, I think we have to speed up because we're we dragged a while. Hey, I don't think this is going to go too much longer. All right. That's true. Who's MVP? It's Sven Skarn. I also just don't know how much more we have to say about MVP because I think we just view yeah. these things differently. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I agree that I think the MVP is Sven and I think the second option is Niski, and I don't think there's anyone yeah. else who's really competing all that closely to them. No, uh, dude. Sven Skarn's been crazy this split. You can probably say Impact has been pretty strong. Yeah, and no maybe doubt. Ruin for bringing a lot of uh, life to CLG, but I still don't think that Ruin or Impact have, have like been carrying a team as hard as Svenskern and Niski have been. Like, those two alone are crazy. That that mid-jungle synergy seems like it's going to be a big factor for that team, and I'm just just wondering how how that's going to play out. That's going to be a very uh, fun thing to watch in the C9TL matchup. I agree, especially because I think X-Smithy and Jensen work really well together, too. Um... I don't know if Smithy and Jensen have the best synergy on that team, but I think that they're both two top-tier like mid-jungle synergies, and it's going to be exciting to watch that unfold in the mid lane. But I think it's basically Svenskeren and Iski. I think Svenskeren has a little more of an edge, and I think that that's... Yeah, I think I think uh, Svenskeren's the no. answer. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. But... I don't... I don't I, look, if <laughs> I, not picking Svenskeren for uh, MVP, please, please They're either picking Niski or they're trolling. Please and... tell me why. Please leave a comment below. 
And tell me why you think yeah. it's not Svenskaren. And, like, make sure it's a real argument and not just... Yeah, don't just meme on me. <laughs> and then make sure it's not like, oh, well, this guy plays jungle for my team, so he should... That's not don't say it's Meteos because he drew... He, like, dragged Optic out of the gutter. Although that's fair. That's fair. That is fair. I, I will I will agree that he is probably in the top ten. I think it was actually in that, like, top ten list for MVP that they put out. Oh, wait, is no that shit. on... Is that I on don't this know. page? Wait, 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 wait. I, I think they've been cutting it down if it's still here no it's not here but they they like released a top 10 list when they released uh, the pro teams mm-hmm. and everyone was shocked that Bjergs I think Bjergsen made that list but I think Jensen didn't that's crazy that is a little crazy that that's actually crazy I still don't wow I still that's don't fully, unacceptable I still don't fully agree that Bjergsen is on as, is one of the top three mid, mid laners this split I think Bjergsen has been so like he's been so hit or miss this split for me and I no, just he's not but I that's just, okay I just don't um, I just don't see it I he definitely is not better than Jensen which means that if he's on the list and Jensen's not that that's crazy yeah he's, um, I, but, well again it's mvp there's a lot of different like philosophies yeah there's about but, what okay but i think jensen has been more pivotal to tl success than bjergsen has right well i mean bjergsen's been pivotal to tsm success but i think that i don't know i don't know i don't want to get mired in this because it doesn't matter who wins gauntlets all right mm, gauntlet I think time I know. so gauntlet uh clg the, wins the strict positioning of uh gauntlet is not defined but we do uh, know FlyQuest is last things. and TSN is first, and Clutch and so, CLG will swap or will possibly swap around depending on who wins this series, I think. Yeah, so basically the first round is Fly versus whoever loses. So CG or CLG. <laughs> CG. Um and finals is TSM versus whoever wins round two. So whoever win, you know. So we're basically gonna have a best of ten. Or is that hang on, it's first to six wins. So that would be a best, uh, you know, that is a best of 10. No. Sure, I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's a best of 11. Who uh, you got? I'm going to say, um, I'm, I don't know. I want to say that's going to be a CLG TSM final. I think that that is what I'm picking as well. And I think, given this time, and hopefully speak as fresh like i don't know like freshness like the a different position a different like viewpoint and a different like, like yeah, yeah. freshness i'm hoping is, is that it'll, the- i'm just hoping that it'll reinvigorate the team's atmosphere and mentality and they'll really be able to like improve mm-hmm. over this time and like actually nail it and at least give me a full best of five if they disappoint me, and I just don't want to... I don't know. I want to say it's going to go to full five, and I don't know who's going to win. I'm copping out. Now, you said that that's what you want to believe, so tell me what you actually believe. No, I, no, I said I wanted to believe that TSM are going to grow, but I, yeah. I still think so it's then what grow. do you actually believe? I if that's what you want to believe, what's, what is the truth? I still think it's going to go to, uh, like, all five games. I think, I I think it's going to be... Gonna win. I think it's going to be TSM CLG finals. I do think it'll probably go to five, maybe four, but I would expect five. I probably rate CLG a little bit higher only because of their just performance at the end of the split. Like, yeah, they underperformed in playoffs, but you got to think about it like this. TSM has had a lot of time. CLG's also now had a lot of time or will be having more time to work on their mental, 
analyze their mistakes. And even though they were weak in the first two games of the series, they came back real strong, right? Like not strong enough, but like, it's not like they just rolled over every match. They did it at the beginning. It looked like nerves from a couple of players. Uh, It looked like a couple people uh, who had been performing really highly were not performing at that same level anymore. But Weldon's a good coach. Sports psych- He's a sports psychologist, right? Yeah, he's their head coach and sports psychologist. He's yeah. not a strategic coach. No, but he's their head coach. He's a sports psychologist. This team has shown a really strong mental to climb to the heights that they did from where they started. I would not be surprised if we see CLG coming back with a vengeance in this uh, in this gauntlet because i think that they realize that they're capable of winning it and capable of going to worlds and you know i also think clutch is out of out of out of plays i think they're out of everything in the tank i think they hit the pick and i think they have all like uh they're probably out of gas i I I think think they're i think everyone has a read on them now i think that they might be able to be flyquest but they might not be able to and i don't know but i think it's finals i think think everyone can beat flyquest blindfolded I think it's CLG, TSM, and I think CLG has a slight edge for me, but like you, I would not be surprised if TSM won. Especially because they have time to improve with Spika now, whereas before they were running on very little time into playoffs. Yeah. I Although think I will if, say... If TSM had a buy, they might have been better. I don't I don't know. It's hard to really say. One more. It's hard to say because that. I don't think it was 100% the fault of Spika being new that they lost their games. Certainly, that might be part Speaker of it. Speaker looked okay, even. Yeah, he did look okay. But you have to remember that, like, when Wiggly isn't, like, kind of nervous and playing back, Wiggly's very good. <laughs> and Wiggly is a lot more experienced than Spika in the LCS. And so I, I kind of rate him a little more highly. That might just be, like, the fact that I've seen his play more, which might be unfair, but, like, you know. All right. Our picks. Are we not doing the preview? Hmm? What's the picks? Oh shit, you're right. <laughs> XD. I forgot. I actually forgot to uh, display our uh, results from before. But that's whatever. Alright. So, we're mostly in agreement. But Matt thinks this is going to be a much closer finals than I do. And I absolutely think these are going to be two Smash Fests. Wait. Yeah. God, wait, hang on. How did I do that? God damn it. What did you do this time, you bun? I have TL versus Clutch Gaming and CLG versus Optic. How did you do this? You do it every week. I don't know how I did this this time. Hang on. Oh, yeah, I just it's just it's just very wrong. I don't know how I did that. That's amazing. Okay. Well, uh, Optic is supposed to be Clutch Gaming. Clutch Gaming is supposed to be C9. I'm sorry, but I don't know how I fucking did that. Why don't we take that down to avoid confusion? Okay. That just seems... Alright. Either way. Either way. I think CLG and TL are going to win. Mm-hmm. But I've called 3-2 both series, and Anthony's called 3-1 both series. Now, why do you think that Clutch Gaming and CLG are going to have such a close series? Even like, especially looking at how but, like exposed mm-hmm. they got in the TL series. Uh, just because even though I did all that talking about, I think they're gonna come back strong and fight. And I could also see a world where CLG comes back, not at true form, still a little weak. I'm really kind of just being generous because I did just watch Clutch 
pull TL to five, and I think TL's better than CLG. So in my head, I'm like, okay, if CG can, if Clutch can pull Liquid to five games, why can't they pull Counter Logic Gaming to five? Which is a team I view as like rated below TL. So that's sort of my pro- my process on that one. Okay. Yeah. Now. I mean, maybe you're right and they're out of gas, but, I, you know. Now, for me, I just feel like like both of these teams, I think C9 and Clutch are kind of like outmatched and at really kind of out of options because it looks like TL is quite capable of reading their opponents. And while I think C9 definitely has more options than uh, Clutch did, I don't think that they're immune to just getting outskilled by TL. I think, I number one, I think that these teams have been playing each other for a while. I think they have a really good read on what each other are capable of. Um, I I would bet money that they were primary scrim partners in the uh, in the playoffs. So I'm thinking that TL, like they might even be scrimming this week because they might not actually care about the outcome of the final as, that much, and they might just be like, all right, let's just see who uh, wins. They probably care about the outcome of the final. Well, yeah, but it's only a seed difference. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm sure the teams want to win. But I just I just think that... Are you implying that we're going to see one of those old, like, curse games where they did agree to split the prize money and then ARAM? No. No, I don't think that's going to happen because the both teams will get kicked out of the league for that instantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just... I just don't see C9 outskilling TL. I think TL have them outmatched in every lane besides uh, mid-jungle. And I think mid-jungle is going to be, like, the place that C9 have to make their advantages if they want to win. I would not be absolutely shocked if uh, C9 actually end up taking this series. I just don't I just don't think that's how it's going to be, based on what I've seen in the past. I wanted to pick, I told you this before we started, earlier today we were playing a little bit of League of Legends. I told you I wanted very badly for, my, for me to be able to put down a C9 win. I don't really see it. I think TL's a little bit better. I do think C9 is quite good. I put it CL3-2. I, like you, would not be shocked, but would also be very excited to see C9 win. Um, I just think that TL has a slight edge. Um, maybe since they've got taken the 5 by CG, their confidence is shaken, but that doesn't sound likely considering who TL are. Um, so I'm putting it 3-2 just because I think C9 is capable of taking it to 5, like thoroughly capable. Um, I would like it to go to five, and I would obviously like C9 to win. I just think a TL win, coming off three straight split wins, coming off uh, a victory and a bye, I just think it's a little more likely for TL to win, although I wish and I hope C9 wins. Does that make sense? Mostly. Which parts didn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> You've got to pay attention when you talk. <laughs> yeah, that hurt, but it's true. <laughs> Hey, we're out of topics. You uh, you want to take us on home? I think I will. Thanks for watching. You take us on home? Thanks for watching uh, the semifinals. Yep. Yes, yes, the semifinals of the uh, 2019 LCS Summer Split. You can catch us live at twitch.tv slash nizzy2k11 on Mondays at 7 p.m. I don't know what's going to happen for Worlds, so we'll figure that out We'll later. figure that out soon. <laughs> we'll have a conversation about it after Clash. Uh, catch the thoughts on my YouTube channel. Have a nice day.